Hi, everyone. <laughs> Don't laugh at me. I'm trying so hard. Just keep, just keep it together, winner. <laughs> Hi, everyone. If you want to get lit with us, uh, then the right. next <laughs> book that we're going to be reading is uh, we're super fucking stoked for. Uh, yeah. It is Hell is a World Without You by Jason Kirk, who is a friend of the podcast we've had on. Um, and we're super excited to read his first fucking book and have him on and talk through it. And it's going to be really awesome. So, uh, like I normally say, support your local libraries and bookstores, but definitely go out and buy this book, like support your bookstores for this one. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's all, it's also got, uh, like a, uh, a, a, a get it review from Kirkus Kirkus. I always forget how to pronounce that. Um, and, uh, so, so, uh, if you want to get it for your local library system as in submit a request, um, that's more fodder to say, Hey, this isn't quote unquote, just an indie book. It is in fact a really good one. That's been mm-hmm. well reviewed by reputable people. Um, I, we're super in the bag for this thing, but we definitely want to have a conversation with jo- with Jason about it and see what you know what went into it, what his thoughts are. Obviously, some of our own, our own opinions, and yeah, just go over things in general. Uh, this would be his third time on the podcast, so you can always check out our other episodes with him. Um, if you like the podcast, tell someone else about it. Uh, it is always the most useful thing you can do. Uh, like, subscribe, review, always super useful. You can get in touch with us at littlelitpodcast at gmail.com, uh, on Twitter at pod underscore lit, uh, on Twitter for me is at A-W-K-L-E-M-A. Uh, shout out to my friend Steve, uh, who, po- who let us know that our audio was a little, uh, hadn't uploaded properly from one of the episodes, and he used those methods, so <laughs> you guys can too. Um yeah, um, I also do book reviews that I will post on my own personal Twitter. Uh, I would never, of course, use the LitLit account for that. That would just be... Never. You know, <laughs> I, would ne- I would never cross the streams like that. Um, so, yeah, come fuck with us, and we really appreciate it, guys. Yeah. Bye. Bye, everyone. <laughs> fuck, I already messed it up. Wow, like, you actually sound like you have a podcast voice. I don't know if I should fight you or thank you. I'm really happy. I'm also... I'm drunk. I'm like barely a human being. So par for the course, gotcha. I'm normally more human-y than I am right now. My human, my human-ishness is, has, is leaving the body quickly, I would say. (laughs) (laughs) So you're, 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 you're really just going downhill rapidly is what I'm hearing. Yeah, I'm like running. Actually, I've tripped. I've, I started walking downhill and I tripped. And now I'm like running and well, I'm like trying to catch my balance and and I'm about to start like actually falling. You're like chasing that roll of cheese down the, like the Scottish or Irish Hills or whatever that, that, that that event is. But it's not cheese, it's the flu. And actually I I think. Yeah, an obvious, an obvious step up. I think what's happening is that I'm trying not to get run over by the cheese. (laughs) <laughs> it's just very funny that you say that considering you also have a dairy allergy <laughs> i do i do this is going really well oh no 
I thought you were going to fucking intro the episode. What are you we're doing? We're doing a little lit. Oh, I do it. Damn you it. You idiot. We, oh, we, we, we do it. out. We're, oh, we're, we're, all right. This is a little lit. The podcast where Andy fucked that one up. I'm sorry. Wow. That's on me. I my really name, my name is Andrew too. Cleo. Like I like laid it I up. Know. I'm Danny Winter. Well, I thought that I laid it up to you. That's what, that's what I was waiting for you. Point is, we <laughs> we uh, we're recording these a little out of order this time. Uh Danny was hit with, with with some sickness over the weekend, and um, now is on kind of spotty uh, internet in a hotel room. So we are doing our little lit first this time, and then we're going to have next week be when we do our episode uh, when we release the lit lit episode about uh, the Green Bone yeah. Saga, uh, the conclusion of uh, Jade Legacy by. Uh, yeah, Fonda I wanted to so be like fully. If you're hearing these a little out of order, that's I why. I wanted to be like yes. fully a human. <laughs> For that yeah exactly that's a that's a slightly more substantive conversation not that not that of course we're wasting your time with this we would no, never no, do that we don't waste time. but <laughs> but um yeah that that will be all right so I, all right, that's why i felt at the intro it was on me on that's you. my fault that sorry fault. thank um, you but we are doing a little lit this time and when we what we're doing is we are ranking the series that we have read mm. so far um basically we're gonna try to make this a relatively um uh, like an ongoing thing where anytime we finish a series we kind of do a quick review of the list and talk about where we're going to put the new addition to it in so we're going to go through our what we have so f- what we've done so far and then make our cases for where uh, green bone saga should fall in there so um I don't know. It's a weird list, right? Because there's, I, I, I feel like there's some definite. <laughs> at first, I was like, "Wow, this is kind of top heavy." Like, it's also pretty bottom. Yeah. It's like the, it's, it's like the reverse bell curve. Like, there's, 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 there's very little. It's like in the middle that I'm like, That's "Yeah, solidly middle. right here." It's either like this fucking sucked, or oh yeah, it's a classic. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree with that. I think, I think I have two that are good middle ones, but I think most of them. Okay, I fair. think most of them are like either really, really good or really, really bad. Which is why I kind of then did, okay, out of the really bad ones, though, like, where, like, what is that ranking of them? I know, and I had to, I had to kind of develop some internal logic for that as well, because, and I'll go over it when we, when we go over this, but, like, what does bad mean in this case? Does it mean, like, the thing that I disliked reading the most? Is it, like, some kind of objective quality assessment? Like, where, where exactly are we, are we doing this? I think, I think at the end, at least how I constructed my list was more or less, like, how do I feel about this series now that it is finished? Um, like, what, 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 what is my personal attachment or lack thereof uh, to it, and uh, and go from there? So, like, we'll, I'll get into some of the my own methodology as we as we go through. But yeah, do you want to just like run through our list really quick? Yeah, sure. Well, well go go okay. right ahead. What do you? And what, wait, what did you, you already mention that we don't we haven't put green bones in here yet? So like these lists, yeah, so they, yeah, we, are gonna be green. These current lists. lists. Exactly. Basically, any, any any time we do this uh, th- this kind of thing, we will read the list as is first, and then make our case for where we're gonna put in the uh, the new the new one, the new edition. Uh, and also, because we are doing this out of order, that means that you will get slight spoilers, I guess, for how we felt about Greenbone yeah. Saga. Um, that's kind of unavoidable the way we had to do it mis- mismatch yeah. like, like this. Sorry, but um, we're not gonna give away like crazy no. details or anything like that. It's more gonna be. Uh, a generalization, I yeah. think, about what we how. We and I don't think people it. are going to be overly surprised about our opinions of. Yeah, if you've listened to the first two episodes, you have an idea what that we that, that we generally like the series, but uh, maybe you'll maybe you'll be surprised about where we put it. So yeah, by all means. Um. So I had my number one as uh, Lord of the Rings. Okay. Which I think is just like it's a classic. Like I think it's yeah. So I had Lord of the Rings, and then I had Mistborn. 
And then okay. I had Wolf Hall. Yeah. And then I... Our, our, Wolf Hall, just for the record, is our one non-fantasy or, like, YA series on here. Yeah. Uh, the, the, like, the other ones are all, all, all follow that I mean, habit. Oh, yeah. This is one we read like early or early on in our podcast when we didn't have that dynamic quite set out yet. Not that I regret reading it at no. all, but, like, I like that that is... We, we mostly do our series with uh, in, in, that, in those yeah. realms. Yeah, so I had Wolf Hall, and then I had Harry Potter, and then I had Hunger mm-hmm. Games... Uh-huh. And those were like my two middles. Harry Potter and Hunger yeah. Games. Yeah. That's and fair. then I have Blood and Ash. Be- oh wow! Because even though it's even though it's really fucking bad, it's still like trash read. Like you can read. Yeah. Like, yeah. You can read them quick. Like you can get through them. There's some spiciness. Yeah. Uh, that's fair. Then I have Poppy Wars. Uh-huh. And then I have Shadow and Bone because I think Shadow and Bone is the yeah. worst thing that's ever existed in the entire fucking world. <laughs> I I went a little differently, but I'll explain my own logic like I, I, a little bit as we go, and then more as we kind of like talk about it. Um, so my number one was Wolf Hall. Oh, uh, and I that's know, not that's because exciting. it's, and that's not because it's like the only like you know uh, non fantasy thing. Like I am, I'm, I'm deep in the bag for the fantasy genre. That's not in any way, shape, or form like a genre versus literary fiction type thing. Yeah. Although I guess like hers could be more genre y if you want to call historical fiction genre y. Anyways, I just love Wolf, Wolf yeah. Hall. I think it's phenomenal. Um, uh, I have Mistborn next. Oh. Um, I I love I love I, I love Mistborn. I think it's 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 so fun. It speeds through for all the reasons we've talked about before. And and my three is uh, is um, is Lord of the okay. Rings. Like I, I I of course fully get it. Um and um I I'm I'm one of the people that puts lower, Lord of the Rings lower on these lists generally, um, which is not a like uh, which is not to say that it's not good. It's just that. Like it's the standard bearer, and it's been the standard bearer for a yeah. very long time. That doesn't mean it can't be beat by something else that I like yeah. a little more or whatever. Like if you if you go into into the <laughs> if you go into the into the larger picture of Lord of the Rings, like if you include like the movies and the fact that I'm able to have discussions with other people about it, and like the new show that isn't as good but is still interesting and popped up and everything, like then then Lord of the Rings goes higher, mm-hmm. like for sure. But like if we're just talking about the text of the three three books. Classic, classic for a reason. Other things yeah. I like better. That's all. All right. Uh, I agree with you. I had Harry Potter and then Hunger Hunger Games next. I guess those are a little more middle of the road. Um, you're you're like I I, th- I guess I put them more on the. Hey, th- these are these are positive. These are these are good uh, overall signs. Hunger Games is a little dicey as far as that goes because the third book and the ending yeah. in particular just woof. Uh, Brooke has been re- Brooke, Brooke read those books. Um, partially to get ready to read like the newest one that came oh, out. Yeah, Songbird um, and, and she was reading Rattlesnake. It's not it, but <laughs> she was re- she was reading the th- she was reading the third book, uh, what Mockingjay, right? And was like, "What the fuck is yeah. this?" Uh, uh, yeah. Um, uh, I had Shadow and Bone next. Um, I agree with you that Shadow and Bone is the worst written out of the things that are on this list. Um, but because it was just so clearly bad from the jump, I never got my hopes yeah, up. Yeah, true. Okay. And so I was kind of, I was, I was kind of just like, all right, fucking whatever. Like, and, and again, to be clear, the least amount of art, the least amount of craft, the least amount of like, I, I, I don't care about those books at all. Outside of the fact that I think they're bad, yeah. um, like, they're, like I, I take nothing away from them, and that, and that should be indic- indicative that it is like the most poorly put together of these books. However. Poppy War is next. Mm. That one drove me insane because it had things that were good, good. Yeah. or it had things that had that, that could have been created. It was the in, book in, I in, was in most way. let down by. Yes, I would agree yeah. with that, especially because um, 
uh, Babel has been nominated for all yeah. sorts of fantasy awards now. I've heard a lot of people talking about how good Yellowface yeah. is. I've heard some other people kind of push back on that, and it's not as good, but like that's you know a, a different conversation. So point being, R.F. Kwong definitely has chops, mm-hmm. and you could see it at points in Poppy War. It's just that, she, in my mind, she made it interminable by some of the choices that she yeah. made, and I just really hated you know finishing it out. Uh, and and blood matches last. <laughs> it's 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 just comically bad in enough ways. And, and honestly, if it was a trilogy, I'd probably have it higher than both of those. But because last it's two. never ending. Yes, <laughs> it's just been like it's been season. five books. We split it. We split it into. <laughs> we split it into multiple episodes as well. So we 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 were dragging it out like longer on those uh, on those grounds. And we still have one more book that's coming out, which is fucking. Sucks. Is that the final so, book? That is the final book. Supposedly. I mean, as far as like, as far as yeah, exactly. As far as her like planned schedule of it, at least, and what like the like you know all all the material suggests, this is how she's wrapping it up. I mean, I don't know. Maybe she just decides she wants to push it out and make another I, you bullshit know book from another person's perspective. I bet we're gonna read that final book and go. This is definitely moving up in our list. <laughs> this is really gonna wrap she's gonna everything tie every- together. They literally just yeah, it's gonna yeah. It, it's really, it's really just gonna, it's gonna be the carpet and the big Lebowski. It's gonna tie the yeah. whole thing together. It's gonna be perfect. I'm gonna be like, wow! I can't believe she left all these breadcrumbs for for us for so yeah, long. Well, especially since she like literally introduced a whole new world in like the last book. <laughs> yes, yes, uh, and also, um, <laughs> really, really made sure that we understood all the things that she was laying out from the very beginning by I don't know rewriting her first book again as the, as the fifth book. That. I fucking forgot. Yes. Like I forgot about that. Yes, I read that book so so quick. I also still remember you just texting me, being like, "So we're just reading this one, right? Like we're, we're not stopping halfway through." <laughs> I think because I had read him, I had read it before you, so I don't think you had started. And you were like, "Well, like I don't know, like let me get into it." And I was like, "I'm going to tell you something right now. You're going to read the first yeah. ten pages and go, yeah, I can read this book in three hours.'" <laughs> Can't believe it. What, what the hell is the Twilight book called Midnight again? Sun. Uh, new, I was so Midnight, mad Midnight about Sun. that. <laughs> Can't believe she Midnight Sun. That's what we fell for. I it. know. Oh, God. Until the last, like, what, like, fif- like 15 pages? Of which, like, oh, there's yeah. nothing well, oh, even oh. that happened. He just turned into, like, what, a, yeah. a dog? He or had powers. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, he had some kind of... Tra- I honestly... I, I, for, I forget already. I don't care. I was, I was so <laughs> I happy just to, be, to, to, to be done with that one. Yeah, and like... And, and that's the thing. Like, like for as much, like, content, to use a word I hate, we've gotten out of that, like, it doesn't mean I like the books. No. <laughs> like, my, my, like, and that's, that's kind of what it is. Like, my feeling about... Like, again, I think that Shadow and Bone is worse. I do like, too. It, like, I, I, I just think that, like... If if Poppy War had or Poppy War I, I guess as well, but also Blood and Ash in particular had like troughs where it just dropped off completely, and those lows were lower than Shadow and Bones lows. Okay, fine, but it also had stuff that was like competently yeah. done. It had stuff that like we talked about how much how good our action yeah. sequences was for yeah, yeah. War, for example, and, and like and, and so like Shadow like that that is a good argument to put it like quality wise ahead of those. But again, for me like. If you're gonna waste my time, then let me just know you're wasting my time yeah, right away. <laughs> right, right I, away. The thing that the thing also about like Poppy War, I think especially for Poppy War, is that there are so many small decisions that could have been made to make that series mm. really good. Like if there yeah. was even like a, a, an ounce of likability for like for the main character, like it. We 
it, we've been reading Greenbow yeah. Saga. We've seen some terrible people that you either, if not if not outwardly root for, at least have to come to terms yeah. with in some in, in in some way. Acknowledge like the the multifaceted nature of yeah. them. Yeah, and like it was just the no, there was no growth. There was absolutely no yeah. character development. And actually, it there, I mean there was like like regression it was just like character regression yeah. for the most part and i was like this is like doesn't fucking do it with with no with no arcs that like work to do something else as well in in, in my opinion obviously but like, like it wasn't like the arcs did like as she regressed it wasn't like you then that told you something about a theme that kwang was using yeah. or something like that there wasn't there wasn't something that came out of that that was positive even if the uh, the the regression itself was clearly negative. You know, like they're, 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 it didn't get brought along. You know what sucks is that we keep on reading the bad, the worst series from like these good authors. Like they're yeah. same thing with like Shadow and Bone. What is what's the other series that Ninth Gate? Yeah, right? uh, Ni- I've heard great things. Yeah, yeah. It's and to I be can't amazing. take it. I can't take it seriously. I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's a bummer. Okay, like, like, I, I'm not saying I'm not saying I'll I'm not saying I'll never try. I'm not saying I'll never try like one of uh, like, like like Babel for example, which again is the one that I think that's been the most interesting to me that I that I'm afraid to read because I'm, I'm afraid yeah. to get burned again. But like, it's gonna take a while. <laughs> we, we we just happen to read some of these. All. And I should also say, um, our our mid year ones are the ones that have been the biggest strikeouts, yeah. and that's like that's completely by chance too. And Wolf Hall was was technically a mid year one, but like we also did again. This was our first year that we were doing this. We didn't really have the same distinction where we we do one in January, we do one in July, like for sure. So like it feels a little unfair to put it that yeah. way. But um, otherwise, at least like all the mid year ones have been like the dicey yeah, they've ones. Even not our best, not our best um, situation. Should we go into where we put? Green bones, or do you want to talk a little bit more about like? We we can still do all of it. Uh, I'll I'll do it right now. Uh, number two, baby. It's number two for number me two. too. Yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah, I I um, I mean we'll we'll talk about this more in the full episode. So I'm gonna kind of like you know like keep my powder dry to a degree, yeah. but uh, yeah, Holy it's really fucking, fucking good. Shit. Like, <laughs> um, like fantastic character work yeah. and, and, and like i i feel like that i i'm a broken record with this but i'm gonna keep saying it anyways like there's a reason why like shock things happen and like big deaths are important and i'll just go ahead and drink from my tea for this <laughs> uh the, uh game of thrones like that like when you had things like the red wedding when you had the the the, the, the purple wedding when you had um you know ned stark dying when you had like, so many other things happening um it mattered because you cared yeah. It, it didn't just matter because it was surprising. It mattered because, like, it was a big deal. It sat with yeah. you. You had to, like, come to terms with a character that you had read and liked or maybe disliked, um, uh, you know, had, had finally, like, died. Or or that, like, a plot thing you thought was happening was completely taken away by something else that was – that was that, that, because it was a good, like, direction shift by the author. Like, that's, that's impressive. Yeah. That's hard to do. And it works because you care about the characters. Yeah. No, I completely agree. I also think that, you know, going back to, like, Poppy Wars and talking about characters that have – that regress and have no development, I think that mm-hmm. Greenbones, one of the reasons why I really liked it and one of the reasons why I kind of, like, put it with, like, Mistborn and Wolf Hall is because the main point of the author wasn't for you to like the characters. It was for you to yeah. understand the characters and it was for you to understand yes. the motivations and the reasons why characters are choosing to do certain things. Like there are plenty of people that you don't like, but yes. when bad things happen to them, 
you as a reader understand like why these choices are being made which makes it even more like devastating when things happen yeah i I, yeah I, i agree and i think that like for any characters that you could argue like regress a little bit over the course of the story there's an there there's there's emotion to it yeah. there's like it's a character arc mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's not just a it's just not just a one-way th- a thing and like uh, yeah taking poppy or as the example the main character there like just continually like just gets worse yeah. like this becomes more like more like just a, a worse and, and if the and again if the argument is like you know, war is bad war doesn't war doesn't help anyone like I mean, okay, but like, I'm I'm still not enjoying reading your reading your character become a, a worse and worse person over time with no uh, way to take me out of that and put it into like there, there there was no escaping how the the drudgery of that of that story in my for for me yeah. and then this one comes around and shows you a great way to, to and, and, and tackling some similar topics yeah, too sure. like because because we were like in that in in Poppy War you had the essentially the Japanese like analog uh, like that that was the the one that she commits genocide against yeah. and then you have, and then you still have to like root for this character two more times uh, for two more books I mean um, but in, in Greenbelt Saga you don't have you don't have that something that, on that that nature but you do have like foreign influences that come into play uh, yeah. for the char- for the characters that, that mattered the, the most of the story um, and handled it in such a yeah. better way and, like, you a more artful have way who are self-interested and you definitely have people who like that's yes. like the entire point of it but it it shows you like w- like different ways that you can do it in a successful way as an author of like making characters not yeah likable like not even I don't yeah, I don't even want to say like not likable necessarily, but there were even characters who like you fucking hate, and you're like, God, I feel really bad for this guy. Like, yeah, and, and that's the other thing with, with with again, I'm blanking on the character's name at this point because it's been a while since we read Poppy War, but like, like when the character kept getting like worse and worse, or like any move was like a lateral move. There was no kind of like rise up where you're like, oh, she's kind of kind of like figuring stuff yeah. out a little bit. There wasn't as you I mean, you mentioned before growth. Like there was a, there was like just because things change doesn't mean it works for what the character is doing. Like the character is just the same, same fucking yeah. character the whole the whole time. And and and, and, there, and like we, we when you look at Greenbone Saga, you have. When you have Hilo, you have Andon, you have Shay, you have all these good characters that also do some reprehensible things yeah. along the way. You have characters that on their at their core, like the Mikes, uh, Mikes, uh, sorry, um, uh, Canon, um, um, Tar, yeah. that are worse people. Like, but like there's emotion embedded in it because they also did stuff that was good for the other characters that you care yeah. more about too. Like if, if they were protective of a character that you liked, even if that was like, even if they're bad people on their own, they're still doing something that is a net positive for like the story, I guess. Um, like there's more to it that way. And there just never was in some of the other stories. I also think about. that um, the amount of times that you cry during a book is pretty proportionate <laughs> <laughs> to like how yeah, good to the it quality. is. And like, yeah, if it can make you care if that much, if it can much, make you then, care that yeah. much that you're crying about a character in a book that you're reading about, like I feel like a lot of the mm-hmm. times, like when you're watching something on TV, it's a and and you cry because you're watching a movie or whatever. Like it's a different atmosphere because like you're physically seeing this picture in front of you unfold yeah. and like this thing happen. But when you're in books, like you have to envelop yourself so much in that story and you have to care yeah. so fucking much that like. It's hard to do. I cried. I cried in Mistborn. I cried in Green Bones. I cried in yeah. Harry Potter. I did not cry in the Hunger Games. That was just stupid. 
Yeah, but I, I think I think you're absolutely right there because like especially the, the distinction between movies or TV and, and and books because again with movies or TV like you get sound cues, yeah. Yeah. You, know, you get music swelling that's that's intended to manipulate your emotions or lead you to a certain spot, yeah. and and that's no shade, mind you. It's it, when, when when well, like every single time I, I like Boromir gives his like you know my captain, my king like speech, oh. like like like, <laughs> like still always still always still gets me like 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 worked up because they do it so artfully and so and so yeah. perfectly so that's not like it's not like using those things are cheating but like it, it's it's harder to get that reaction from a book in my opinion because you have to do so much right to put to to, to, yeah. to earn those moments and it, there's no real shortcuts for it and and so i i would agree i i, I definitely had those moments in green bones and i like 100%. i really think that fonda lee does a really great job of writing like devastation and like writing sadness yes and yeah grief 100 percent like a wilting flower uh, <laughs> And the in the, the the inward like compression yeah. or whatever you want to say like, like the drawing in on yourself I think, yeah and I know uh, that we're gonna talk about this and J- and I'm not gonna give anything I don't want to give anything to away but like mm-hmm. in one of the instances where like you know that you're reading a good fucking book is when it was they they were describing uh, it was Nico describing trying to save a child and it was like water pouring through a sieve yeah yeah. And I was sitting there, and I was like, "Holy fuck!" Like the like the way that yeah. an author has to make emotion visceral and make because you don't have those sound cues, and they ha- you have to make emotion, mm-hmm. like you have to make sound, you know, with your sentences, yeah. and um, and I think that's something. <laughs> sounds become words. Words become sounds. <laughs> I, that sounded. It was really smart in my head, and then I and then I used my words. <laughs> It just it just it just sounds like a caveman understanding of what language is. You trap sounds on paper, like <laughs> trap sounds on. Yes, I do. Tra- yeah. Trap them all well, on and, I, and I sh- and I sh- to add to that too, like like Lee Lee's prose is solid. It's not amazing, no. and I'm not I'm not and I want to be clear. I'm not knocking it. Like it, it's good. It, it works for the story she's telling. You don't need to be you know. A poet writing long form prose in order for me to think your prose is good like it's solid don't get me wrong but um the way she's able to create that kind of mo- yeah. a moment right there right where, where she where she can where she can still even if she's not like doing the poet thing where like you know the shortest number of words for the most amount of emotion type type situation she still knows how to get at the heart of something in a, in a descriptive way to make you feel it as a reader um without any kind of cues without any kind of visuals without without anything else to bring it along it's a lot different like you know seeing a character dying on screen versus like reading it too and, I, and again yeah. i will always argue that it's it's more it, it can be more difficult in books because it is more um uh that you you put more of your own effort into it yeah. it's more active than passive but um like like you have to have done so much right to get to that point where someone wants to go through that process and it affects yeah. them and it like and one it lasts. thing that i uh, one of another i just broke Another main reason why I put the Greenbone Saga high up is because it does, and you already drank for this, um, and I'm passing away from illness, so I'm not going to be drinking. Uh, it had the it had similar aspects that Game of Thrones has, where something that happened on page twenty matters yeah. on page yeah. four hundred, but yeah. she's able to like, she doesn't have to rewrite the entire thing for you to see it. It's subtle. Yeah. It's like these little yeah. things where you're like, wait, did that just 
did that happen that way? And like, I think in the third book too, we see a lot more of time manipulation happening than we did in books yeah, one and two. Sure. Um, but even like using that type of um, like narrative style, there were still so many little Easter eggs that happened that weren't necessarily like all, like some of them weren't that important, but it was as a yeah. reader, you see that and you see that person and then all of a sudden they show up like way later or all of a sudden it's like, that little detail becomes kind of important, but not integral to the whole story. But it's still like, mm -hmm. as a reader, you get that, and you're like, "Oh fuck, that's so." Cool. Oh, that's why that's that's why they made this decision because of yes. the thing that happened before. And yeah. I know that's like a, I, I it's politics, it's political, which is like Wolfhall yes. too. Like Wolfhall did very similar. Mm, I things mean, that's yes, yes. Where like, it matters how you say something and who you say it to. Which is which is wild too because like um, my we when we talk about Mistborn like um, my I had issues with like the over repetition yeah. of like characters' feelings and like how much they kind of just blanketly stated things uh, like and they like Greenbug doesn't have that no. it's not as it's not as it's not as direct like it, there's a lot more again it's like she of course she uses like you know the the, the third person you know yeah. a look to, to you know the, to get an idea of what's going on in characters heads and everything like that but it's not as repetitious and no. it's not as like saturated and I thought uh, what, what, that that was uh, going to happen with this book especially with like Barrow mm. I really thought because I yes. think it was like the first yeah. time that he popped up and it was like and Barrow you know, who's been so moody, blah, 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 because of this, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, my God, here we go. Yeah. We're going to get a full page and a half yeah. of, like, what happened yeah. in the last book that, like, you know, we obviously just read, but a lot of you – know, I get why people do it. But I was like, so fucking yes, lame. Like, we can remember this. And it didn't happen. And that, that's not yeah. what that pair – I was like, oh. And then, it, and then it adds another layer, and you're like, oh, you're trusting us. Like, I think that's another big yeah. thing of, like, these top books, too, is that they trust their readers to remember – and they trust their readers, or to or to look back. Yeah. It's not the worst thing to look back at and figure it out too. Yeah. Like it's okay. But like I think they, I, they, I, it's just there. It's not just telling. It's allowing yes. room for a reader to maybe go in the wrong direction and then like come back and be like, oh, mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. maybe you are surprised by something because you don't remember what happened in like chapter fifteen sure. of book two, and like it does kind of matter, but. Like the authors, and then when you try, and and then and then when it happens, like you're even if you don't remember, you're like, oh, I mean, yeah, that's oh shit, okay, hold on a second, I forgot that this was like that that this was that that big of a deal, and you and you and you kind of like you you read into it a little more, and you're like, that's right, that was what she was setting up here, because there were so many times in that story where, like I like thing a thing would happen, and I'd be like, like the thing itself is interesting, don't get me wrong, but. Why is she doing yes. it? Like, what direction is it going in? Like, what does this do for the story? And even if I was thinking about that and getting it right sometimes, there was still other stuff that was either... Uh, because, like, the thing about Mistborn is Mistborn set up its breadcrumbs, and there were so yeah. many breadcrumbs. Like, this was the most important, impressive part of the story, is that all of the reveals that happened later yeah. on were set up, like, very... There were signposts the yeah. whole way. There were clues the whole way. You could you could get there. It would be tough, but, like, you could get there if you if you wanted to. And... Uh, but that was for like a moment, yeah. like a like again a reveal. And and with Greenbone Saga, it was more about like 
the larger plot forces yeah. kind of hinging on something. Oh, and there and there was some character work, and there was some reveals, and there were some reveals. I'm not acting like that's not the case, but like Mistborn, that was the whole purpose. Whereas Greenbone was doing a slightly different thing, and the one is not better than the other, to be mm-hmm. clear. But like, I like how Greenbone Saga paid off its uh, it, it, its its uh, previous evidence yeah. uh, in, in a way that wasn't so obvious, and in a way that often would give you uh, other directions and new things. It, to think and about that, too. that's exactly what I was just gonna say. That it also did some things where it didn't matter. Like the that yeah. that little thing that was really interesting, that little like tiff or that little fight or that little whatever that was interesting. That like I was like, oh, this is this is gonna matter, yeah. and then. Yeah. What's mattering actually is the conversation that that random person is having at the bar with this random person and not the fight. Yeah. Like, so I think yeah. the misdirection in the Greenbone saga was so thoughtful and so smart mm-hmm. that even as a reader, like I also like, you know, got, I was like, oh yeah, I, like I got that. Or like, oh, I like wasn't like, there's some things that I wasn't surprised about, but it was like the misdirection of me thinking like, oh, yeah. this is going to matter. And it did in some way, but then realizing that that was literally half of a step up the ladder of like what was actually going down. And yeah. I think that's just yeah. such, like that's the difference between a good series and like a great series. I agree. And and, and like, for, so similarly for me, like the only reason Wolf Hall is on my list above Greenbone Saga is because like, man, like <laughs> it, it's, it has a lot of the same like machinations and a lot of the same like long term mm-hmm. looking and all the politics and everything like that. I just think that Mantel is like a slightly better writer yeah, than Lee. I would, and that's I would not a knock. I, I, and, and like, and that's, and that's not a knock on Lee to be very clear. Mantel's a master. Like, like she's, she's where she is for yeah. a reason like uh and, and I, mean, I still think about uh put on your face oh. like uh, uh, like like uh, just so so many little scenes so many little like when he basically uh when you when you get the ideas like is he going after everyone, everyone who ruined his like mentor yeah. like is that is that oh my like like th- there's so many like, and like because it's also it, i think that as well say i think that wolf hall is a character study with a ton of political machinations and like, like plot stuff hidden within that you don't think you're necessarily getting. Whereas Greenbone Saga is like, okay, I'm gonna get the plot, yeah. and I'm gonna get the political machinations, and you're surprised how much of a character study it is. Yeah, yeah, uh, definitely. Because because that that because Greenbone Greenbone Saga is one of the better character studies in fantasy I've yeah. read in a while. And I like and that's and that's including some really good fantasy that I've read. And too. I think the reason why Wolf Hall was, I mean by no means is it low on my list, but like the reason why I think it no, was of course. lower on my list is because like the politics and stuff I think is really cool. And like, I think that the way that it was written about and the things that happened in Wolf Hall were like so expertly done, but it mm-hmm. wasn't as exciting to me. Yeah. And that's, that's very, as true. like Jade legacy or Mistborn, um, or, or Greenbone saga or Mistborn, But like, Overall, I think Wolf Hall was probably the best written trilogy I've ever written. I mean, I've ever written. Imagine. Yeah. This, is, this is where we find out. <laughs> Wolf Hall by Danny Winter. We've all, yeah. <laughs> no, that I've ever read. Like, I think that that would be a better accurate representation. <laughs> Jason's going to be the second author that we've had on this yeah, pod. Yeah, you guys didn't, <laughs> we didn't even you guys know didn't it. Know. I, yeah, I wrote Wolf Hall. The person who can how, get how, dates right. <laughs> 
How did you feel about the BBC adaptation of that thing that you wrote? That you wrote? Uh, really <laughs> awesome. Uh, awards for everyone. Yeah, that's about as far as I can go to. I didn't see. I didn't see a single thing. <laughs> I did not. I did not see that. I did not. Yeah. I would. I would. Uh, yeah. I think. I think. I think Wolf Hall is a little hard to place on here just because it is a very different yeah. series from all, from all from all the rest of these. Like I. I I think that you're right. I think that like push comes to shove, it is the best written thing on, on, on yeah. here. But that doesn't mean that you have to like like it as much as the That's other good. stuff too. For the same reason, as the same reason I was saying that Shadow and Bone is the worst written thing, and it wasn't last on my list. So uh, Shadow and yeah, Bone. I mean, I, 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 the reason why Shadow and Bone is the worst is the last thing on my list. Such a fucking. Bummer. Is because like, yeah. At least yeah, Poppy War. I think Poppy War was the was the biggest letdown for fucking yeah. sure. Yeah. Because it had promise, it had, promise. It had, it had potential. But yeah, I think 100%. I was able to, like, opposite of the reason why you put it as last. Like, yeah. I was able to be like, okay, but I, like, there were certain aspects. Like, I was hopeful for it. It let me down, yeah. but I was hopeful for it. So, like, basically the same reason why you have Shadow and Bone third to last and I have Shadow and Bone last is the same reason. But I'm just like. Oh, yeah. Well, it, it was the most It's pointless. where we put our emphasis on, yeah. That was the most pointless series Yes. I mean, very, I, I will say there is a very, 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 very high possibility that Blood and Ash will be last. Yeah, yeah, depending on how, how it all works out. Well, I'll, I'll say this, like, think about the number of times that we've made a reference to something on this podcast while, like, you know, while reading something else that comes across, right? Yeah. We, we've, we've made references to Poppy War. In, the, yeah. in this very podcast, we've, talk, we've talked about things about the Poppy War, comparing it to Greenbone yeah. Saga. Uh, Blood and Ash, we've talked about, like, the things that we liked about, and also it's almost become, like, meme-ish for us because of how <laughs> bad it was at times and everything like that. Um, before this episode, right now, can you think of the last time you thought about Shadow and Bone? No, except for the fact that I had Ex- to buy them. Yeah, <laughs> and I have to see them. Just to drive that knife yeah. in and twist it I a little hard. Yeah, bookshelves. But but you get my yeah. point, right? Where it's where, where Shadow and Bone was a, was a nothing series. Like the, 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 I took I, I took nothing away from it. And now and then, granted, like I'm saying that my me being let down by those other books make them by those other series make them worse for me. The ar- other argument, the one that you're making, which is very very true as well, is like I took something from yeah. those books though. I, I you know I I like the way that Kwong. Uh, wrote this character or wrote this theme uh, or and her prose was actually yeah. better than uh, definitely better than Shadow and Bones but also like you know pretty solid overall um, I like that Blood Nash had those action sequences mm-hmm. I like Kieran as a character like he's a he, he's a pretty archetypal character but I like yeah. him as a, as a fun as a fun boy uh, you know like I, there, there, there's 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 stuff there that you could say like okay that was positive there was nothing about Shadow no. and Bone that moves the meter whatsoever know, so I actually think which doesn't happen often I think my brain has like let go like, what happened in that series? I think that my brain has released that from my memory. Because uh, uh, yeah, I, can I like... <laughs> don't really remember too, too much of it. Um, like, I remember the big female things. Prote- yeah, I'm, I'm, actually, I'm honestly, I'm not even trying to, I'm not even trying to, like, inform you. I'm trying to think now, like, it was a female protagonist that had power. Yep. And there, the, the, evil, the evil person evil wanted boy. that power. Uh, yeah, who of was course, like eight thousand years old, but wanted to hook up with like a nineteen-year-old. A theme in fantasy, yeah. I believe. In fantasy written by women as well, yeah. which is also like, if that if that was only like a male gaze thing, I'd be like, oh, okay, that's yeah. like that's that's dumb and, and then, bad. But like, it's also very weird when women and do then it the too. Best but anyways, who they were, yeah, bonded. Who's essentially like Katniss's best friend, basically from the other from, from, from the Hunger Games series, but not like, though. But then like. 
he ends up like he's like the finder or whatever. He's the guy that can like. No, no, I mean, I mean, like his like his basic like oh, setup yeah, is kind of yeah, like, like yeah. yeah, I'm just I, I, I'm I'm like my role is to be this dude. That, that, that's pretty that's pretty much. I mean, yeah, he's given like a slightly more responsibility at one point or whatever. As is, as is that character as well. But like, yeah, I, I don't know. It's one of those things where it's like. He didn't mean it. He didn't oh, it's kind of like, coming it, back it, it, to it, it, like, Fuck, I kind of liked it when I didn't have it in my head. <laughs> like, I think we... Oh, stop, 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 stop. Stop, 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 stop. Oh, <laughs> 